Shortsy. Yeah, but what if I don't want to talk to you guys this morning? I'm not saying a damn word from here on out. <laughs> BS on that. I bet, I bet. I bet Willie's got plenty to say. I do have plenty to say. Schwartzy should talk more because we, what well, we barely plunk along here with our little following, and we have a faithful following. But we could have, we could be Joe Rogan. It could be Kerry Schwartz, Joe Rogan's greatest uh, competition. If if I'd shut up and let him talk more. I'm not that yeah, quick on well, my feet. That's uh, my problem. You're not that you don't. And that's that's my problem is you, you you're thinking about saying really nice words and thoughtful words that mean something and I catch the dead airspace and fill them all up with nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, that Schwartzy, that was one hell of a speech Thursday night though. And I don't know where you came up with all them RPIs and KPOs and IPUs and UFOs and stuff that you were talking about in that banker talk, but well, <laughs> that was an incredible speech. It was well, a good one. I, I didn't know Kerry had it. Number one rule of uh, speaking is know your audience. So uh, there's a lot of financial people there on Thursday night, bank first folks and clients of bank first and, and, uh, and potential clients. I didn't realize there's a lot of potential clients for them in that crowd too. So, so that's, I knew that were was the language about, they, they knew. So were they talking about us and the success of our show knowing that we were all going to be looking for some place to put this expendable income we've got going on? I think maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I do. You're a little skippy. <laughs> uh, Willie, <laughs> I, I exited out of my video to try uh, to help, but we'll, we'll, I can't we'll see either one of you. You can't see us? We no, see you. Which I've seen you plenty the last week, so. We'll... <laughs> you know, we, we're leading, we are leading with the wrong message right here. We need to have a, a great, <laughs> big, hearty applause hey, hey. where's it at where's it i was gonna say Let's put see. that applause thing on there yeah. drum roll it ain't working <laughs> how does this work now troy oh, flayhardy really brand new tcaa member and uh, couldn't be more proud of how things went for you my immediate family uh is bigger and i could not be more proud yeah. There we go. <laughs> hey, you even got it to shut up. One time he had it on for like three minutes, Troy, because he couldn't get <laughs> it to be quiet. <laughs> Depends on which one of these little things you, you you click on. One's clapping, one's cheering, one's laughing, one's a drum roll. So, no. Yeah, anyway, yeah, it's a, that's cool stuff. I, I'd have been shocked if you hadn't got in, Troy. Your work's just phenomenal, and we're, well, I we're appreciate proud it. to have I, you on board. I'm proud to be a part of it. It's been, like I've said before, it's been a goal for 10 years probably or more, and uh, I really uh, I didn't know what my expectations were. Like I felt like my work was good enough, but just because I think it's good enough didn't, and I shouldn't say good enough, but to the level I needed it to be, you guys are picky, so I wasn't sure. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was to that level or not. Really, I thought it was, but 
so anyhow, but I'm, I'm, uh, humbled and grateful and, and excited to be a member and, and see where this takes us on our little journey that we're on. So, uh, he tried to get kicked out yesterday. One, you know, two days into his membership, and he tried to what? get kicked out. Yeah, because you sent that dead gum text message to all of us, of telling us how many months and days and hours we had left of the <laughs> deadline. And- just, just a <laughs> nine months and three weeks is all. <laughs> I, I, know, I, 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 I know. But- I'm already feeling guilty because I didn't draw this morning on <laughs> next year's pieces. I'm, I'm late. I did. That's what I was doing this morning was, uh, I had, I've had a piece in my mind for a while and I just wanted to get it on paper or start to get it on paper and, and see where it went, you know, but I got something I like pretty well and it's going to help tell my story a little bit. So I'm excited to get it, get it from paper to steel. I'm, I'm, uh, I was over there at one section of the gallery where there was a bunch of notebooks lined up against the wall. You remember that part, mm-hmm. Troy? Yeah. Yeah. And that turd, that turd that did those drawings gave me some ideas that I can't wait to try to put in steel. It's just his, what was the size of them, Schwartzy? You, you, you were kind of connected to that yeah. turd. That- notebooks probably six inches by eight inches. So the notebooks, you know. An inch bigger than that, nine mm-hmm. by seven, something like that, nine by eight, whatever. So I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna put a, a six by it was probably six, eight inches tall by four or five inches wide. I'm gonna shrink that down and make it fit on a bit shank. That, that type of concho, <laughs> I can't. It won't look anything that cool, but it'll. I'm excited to try some of that stuff you did there. You're stealing my You're ideas. The turd. No, 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 no. I'm I'm simply trans retranslating wherever you stole it from. Okay, okay. Surely you stole enough. it from somebody. Well, I it's I, all bit that bit that uh the Nevada cheat bit that Ernie made. That was one of my favorite pieces, and I took a yep. little inspiration from that for what I'm doing. It's not going to be a Nevada cheat bit. But there are some elements in there that really spoke to me. That yep. Try to include in my first TCA piece. So you know, I I my first TCA piece Troy was was along those lines as too, and it was a Nevada shank. But some of the filigree stuff that that Ernie does there, and and uh, man, that's cool the way he does that. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's every. Of course, the whole show was amazing. It was great. I mean, good sales. Uh, There's sure a lot of names up on the on the boards after the horn went off. So that was good to see. And so I think it was, I think it was a successful sale. I think, uh, from past history, it shows it was. Yeah. It, it, it held course 80% sell through is, is, uh, where we were right. at. Uh, yeah. And, and you don't, you know, that's by any standards that is, that is a successful show. So yeah, for sure. Awesome. And I think everybody got, you know, I think everybody's, I don't think anybody got blank or anything. I mean, I think everybody sold something. Looks me I don't like. know that anybody's ever been blank, and that's awesome, right? I yeah. mean, you've got your, some of us have got our butt kicked before, but but, he, but at least you're not just totally bleeding to death. You don't get your head chopped off, so that's cool. Yeah, right, right. So, well, good. It yeah. was a good time, man. I'm I'm thrilled to be a part of it. I'm, I was pleasantly surprised. So, 
Hey. So Troy, you never really uh, know, right? You we talked yeah, in your interview the accountability aspect about how how we're and even some of the subsequent uh, visits we had in a meeting and stuff of how that the dynamics of accountability and how that played out for you. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about that. Uh, you're going to make me brag on Willie again, aren't you? <laughs> I had to admit he you was don't right. have to bring like, it up. I had to admit he was right like three times last week, and man, it tasted terrible for those words to come out. Of my mouth. <laughs> no, I mean I've always thought you know Willie's always said that the TCA has made him do the do the best work he's done, and I. I always thought, well, I don't need the TCA to help make me do my best work. I, I pushed myself to do my best work. But uh, here we go. It's on record now. But he was right. Like working on those those application pieces, or I think what I said in the interview was I stoned on those spurs for 20-some hours and it was because I knew I felt like Willie was looking over my shoulder, you know, like I knew he was going to see those pieces and I had to make sure they were, I'm not going to say perfect, but as close to perfect as I could make them. So, you know, that was, it's terrible to say it, but he was right. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, so you knew me there, right now. I mean, we've, we've known each other for a long time, a close friendship. You knew I'd be looking over your shoulder now all of right. a sudden you got a you got you got eleven other brothers. They're going to be staring right. at your butt. Twelve of them, not just me, but well, now there's eleven new ones. You know, and that's right. another deal. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the, the accountability that's uh, that's big for me. I think maybe it's my personality. I don't know, but like, and going to Damien's deal, the Grand Masters. I know we talked about that before, but the level of accountability. You know, that's, uh, you know, your mom, like you always say, you know, don't ask your mom. She's, of course, she's going to love it, yeah. you know. So, yeah, our the mom, level of accountability. Our mama said we were the be- greatest bit and spur makers the day after we got started, right? And, right. and they know what they're looking at. But, yeah, right. yeah, sure. Those little <laughs> baby boys. <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll tell you, Troy, that, you know, that i tell you something that's made me mad is, is, as I've agreed with you in a lot of ways that surely we're self-disciplined enough to do it. And I've known the reality that, that I haven't been there. I, you know, well, I've taken the, I've taken the, I've, I've not had to be, I have the TCA to hold me accountable. So it's not, I've never really tested it. Well, as me and Mike Skinner have been talking over the, over the last several months, he's like, dude, you give me 40 hours a week. You do it. That's the only problem you got is, is uh 40 hours a week. And, I was like, I'm, I don't want to work that, you know, like that. I, 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 I didn't think I could do it. And then when he set that goal, now I'm doing it. It aggravates the crap out of me that I wasn't self-disciplined enough to do it. Now I'm right. doing it. And all he had to do was say, give it to me. And now here I have to. Right. And, you know, like and by no fault of their own, the customers I've had in the past, that aren't educated in that quality or that level of quality, it was good enough for them. So it was good enough for me You know, saying they were happy with it. So it made me happy. But sure. now, you know, it's, it's a different, different ball game now, which I'm ready for. I'm, 
I'm game. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to ready to take those pieces in there and show them to you guys and, and uh, be proud to hand them over and be proud of them that I know I did my best, you know? Well, it's a, it's fun times and the accountability is a, it's a part of it. There's, it's going to, there's a lot of different facets to it. Your best work is one thing, representation of the group from here on out, everything that you create. That's the next part of accountability that it's a bit of a, a learning thing that you like now every piece you make will be scrutinized right, by everybody, right. everybody. Right. And they're like, Oh, well, hell look what he did. I can do that good of work. I can be a member too. That, that's something you're going to have to face and deal with. And, and we all do. Yeah. And, and it's awesome. Right. It's a, it's a great yeah. responsibility. Sure. Sure. I'm, I'm yeah, I, I get it. I understand. I'm going to have to climb the water tower. So I'm, yeah. uh, it's good to go. I'm not concerned about it. I got broad shoulders. Well, any, anytime you need to hurry up on something, go build one of your production bits and nobody will care. Right? Right. Right. <laughs> go right. grind a little extra in there. Yeah. No. Yeah. And that it's funny. We call it production work, but we still do everything by hand. Well, exactly. It's just you do <laughs> you know? so many more. Good enough happens a lot faster, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's all that was the, you know, my deal with my application pieces. Like that's, I mean, that's the best work I could do today or that day, you know, mm-hmm. does it mean it's perfect? Absolutely not. You know, yeah. I, I felt like, uh, I was really proud of my bit. That was one, one thing that I, I thought was closer to perfect than my other pieces probably. And, uh, the biggest concern I had was my, my third bit, my third piece, that uh, simple bit, I was like, I know they want me to make just something simple that I make every day, but is this too simple? That had me more concerned about than anything else. So, but it all worked out. And it was, and then, and I, of course, there's fewer elements that you jump off into, but I picked on you less about that than I did the two big ones, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. For and sure. I, and, you know, you know how it is, Schwartz. That's nice, son. But I gave old poor Troy the butt. But but they were, I mean, uh, your bit, their your your big bit. That that I'm with you. That as a whole, that was an incredible piece. And and the Spurs are what one of the best things you've ever done. So it's awesome too, right? I mean, they're great. But and taste gets involved, and opinion gets involved, and we know what those are like, right? I mean, right. right. It's just opinion, but both right. incredible pieces. And uh, it really <clears throat> kind of validated it when one of the collectors bought bought those two pieces. That just made it uh, made me feel like it. Maybe I do belong. You know, they they thought enough of it to, to buy those pieces from me at the show at the at the hotel one morning. You know, having coffee. So that was just the icing on the cake. Really, that was unexpected. Well, I was they're, not they're surprised happy. at they're, that at all. No, I wasn't either. No, and the collectors are as excited to have you in there. A little fresh meat, a little something new to collect and have in there. <laughs> having yeah. a showcase. They're kind of tired of buying me and Carrie stuff, especially Carrie. He's been here forever, you know. 
Well, they don't look like they're very tired of buying Carrie's stuff. You sold every piece you had, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, back to Willie. Willie didn't sell everything, but that's okay. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the chance no, we take. Right? It is a chance we take, and and to speak a little bit about that, to to verbalize that with with the world out there. Um, the understand, like I knew. I knew what I was doing and the difficulties of that, um, that I'm start. I, I went to a Western performance horse world with, with a design in my bit, um, my big piece spurs are, they're, they're a variation of that, right? They're not totally Western performance horse, but a variation of that world. And, and that market is, yeah, pretty close. And it's something that, um, there's honestly, there's not a lot of that market in our room at the TCA show. Um, but I, but I want to go there. I, that's where I have to go with my work, and 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 I think there's just an awful lot of of there's an awful lot to gain out there in there in that marketplace. And so I'm going, and and I'll, I'll get them to our show. Um, it's hard to see. It's hard to see the the reason for the price tag on that little bitty simple looking shank where you take the Santa Susana and the gold filigree overlays and all that stuff, which that bit did sell. And the couple that bought it, they they were in a let's just call it a discussion of which one they wanted, but uh, one of them is directly connected to the to the Western performance horse world. The little fatuity shank was man, I can put that in my horse and go, but the other one looks really good on the coffee table, you know, and and so right. that's that's the direction they went, and and it, which is awesome. I mean, not that the coffee table. Santa Susana bit couldn't be thrown in the horse's mouth and go too. It's just not, it's not relating to our Western performance horse world at the moment where the other one is straight from it. So, um, I've got to do my homework and, and, and get the world there. Well, I'm, you know, that's, that's my background. It's performance horses, Mm -hmm. you know, that's what I grew up doing and made my, Mm -hmm. my living off of. So, I mean, I, I think, I know you're going to see a lot of those elements in my pieces, but you're going to see a lot of the the old school, the traditional kind of Ernie Marshish type stuff, maybe translated to those performance horse bits. Does that make sense? Like, uh, oh yeah, yeah. You know, so I'm gonna, yeah, I'm with you. Like, we're gonna to have to, we're gonna go down swinging together if it don't work. Well, I, I'm I'm gonna. I'm going to swing like crazy. It's the world I come from too. And so yeah. we'll just go at it. And there's huge potential there. I mean, it's just. Well, it's like you know. I said in my interview, Ernie asked me, you know, what I thought, how to get more, get more notoriety to the TCA. And I, I just think it's education. Like how do we teach these people? I can't remember how I said it exactly, but we got to show people why our stuff is so good or so and this is going to sound arrogant, but why? Why is our stuff better? Why? What justifies a ten thousand dollar price tag on a bit? Like, why is that justified without mm-hmm. without stepping on toes and hurting feelings? And good luck with that. Arrogant, you know. <laughs> and you and and the other thing, Troy. I mean, we're not just we're not just pulling a price tag out of the air just because we're at a show with a high end market, right? I mean, it's not. It's 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 extremely justified, but I got to tell you. So, I, 
multiple people have over the weekend said, well, that Santa Susana is worth more than the other one. Do you have it priced less? Well, it took less time, right? I right. mean, it was it was less time. But the education of a marketplace, and I'm not trying to slap anybody in the face and call them dummies, but the truth of the matter is they don't truly understand all the inlays and the relief engraving that happened on the fertility shank. They don't know that that takes so much more time and so much effort to, to be able to accomplish it. it. You know, they don't, they don't understand that. And, and it's my fault that I haven't educated prop more properly. Now I've only been talking about it for 25 years. So obviously I'm not articulating it properly, but um, they have to want to know what the difference is, I guess too. But Right. Right. And it, they got a, I guess they need to to be okay with giving that much for it. You know, well, is it going to make it ride any better? You know, that's the thing about the, the performance horse world. There's a lot more function over form. You know, it's – and I'm not saying our collector pieces don't have to be functional because they absolutely do. Oh, yeah. But I, I just think that – the mentality of a lot of performance horse people is, well, I can get a, I can show my horse in that twelve hundred dollar bit as good as I can show my horse in that twelve thousand dollar bit. So, uh, yeah, and that's There's no that's difference. Kind of, that's kind of the hill we climb on that, you know. You utilitarian, right, Schwartzy? I mean, that's what we're talking about. Is is we have the utilitarian aspect on one side, and then the other. The other element that's that's looking at the Santa Susana is not looking at the utilitarian side. They're only looking at the pretty side. And the one is way easy to look at and see the, the, the elements of design where the other one um, has both of them. But the, the simplicity of the utilitarian aspect of it is is covering up and hiding maybe some of the decorations within. Right. This is a subject we'll, we've danced around from day one, and and it and the dance yeah. will just continue. This this blending of art and function Never because stop. there's that tension uh, between the two, and I you know it's unnecessary, but it's it's undeniable too. Uh, where yeah. oh, if it's that fancy, you can't use it. Um, uh, if it's if you've decorated it to that extent then it's not it's it's uh you've sacrificed function uh, certainly right. some things right. i've made have been you know i crossed over i put the i put those two things on a scale function and artistry and and sometimes it'll it'll tip more to the artistic side and maybe a little less on the functional side but for the most part we're trying to keep those things in balance and uh just because yep. you're an artist doesn't mean you're you're not a good mechanic, and it, it's all a perception deal out there. Well, but yeah, the other, I, go ahead. Sorry. Well, the, the, no, you're good. But one one thing is is like that we all face is what works for one doesn't work for another, right? It's not like it's either a good cake or a bad cake. So I want it. Some you know you you got chocolate cake, vanilla cake, strawberry cake. It all gets involved here, and some people just don't like chocolate. So then you're Right. And sometimes you got to build it. That's well, it. it's like how many times have you heard somebody say, "Well, that's just too pretty to use." Oh yeah. And I, I tell them, "What's well, too pretty not to use?" You know, <laughs> yeah. why why wouldn't you want to use something that's pretty? You know, you can have both. You can have cake your, with icing on it. You know, There's, is your girlfriend too pretty to hold her hand? 
exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh boy, that's a good yeah. one, Willie. <laughs> I had a I had a guy one time when I was rodeoing. He's like, man, I is talking about this bulldogging horse. He goes, man, that horse he just runs by too hard. I was like, well, let me on there. I've never rode one that was too fast in the bulldogging. You know, <laughs> that's the whole point. It's a timed event. You know, so <laughs> yeah, this is a race, you dummy. Yeah, yeah. Well, it it there's a lot to what you just said there, Troy. Because uh, not just because a NASCAR gri- uh, goes real fast doesn't mean it's easy to drive either, right? Right, and right. and so uh, <clears throat> our palates are all a little different, back to taste, and mm-hmm. uh, and that you know, I mean. I heard some comments of different things like, man, that that's just not as good a piece there, Willie. Well, okay. Why do you say that's not as good a piece? Like you, that my little futurity bit's not as good. Well, it's not as, as ornate. It's not as lacy as the Santa Susana, but to tell me it's not as good is not the truth. It is like that. The execution that I did on the, on the futurity was way better. It was three years better of my skill set. Right. And and the design and the things that I accomplished within that little bitty simple shank was far superior to the Santa Susana. So you can't say that I slipped in quality. That doesn't, no, quality is better. It's just simpler. Taste and education. That's right. And if you don't like it, I totally understand that. I get that, right? That's okay. That's okay for me to for you to tell me you don't like it. It's not okay for you to tell me I didn't do it as good. No, I did it. I did it better. Right. This is well, that's it's education. They don't have I mean mm-mm. they're not in our shop watching us under a microscope stone for mm. 27 hours on something. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. They don't know what it takes because they haven't done it. So that's why we got to educate them on on that, all that, you know. So it's Schwartz, up to Schwartz, you elaborate on this a little bit. Do you think that people own the the people that that aren't exposed to many shows other than the TCA show become a little numb as to what they're looking at? Oh, I I think so, and uh, you know it's. It's, uh, you know, all that perception stuff. And, and for the most part, we don't, I, I think we're all probably, probably guilty of this. We don't, we make a, an emotional decision, reaction, whatever, within nanoseconds of something we're looking at. And if it's complicated, sometimes we, the brain stops. Maybe that's that numbing quality you're talking about where we just, you get numb, um, where where holy cow i just can't i don't understand it and that's where that that coherence you've heard me talk about coherence i think the work that we do even though it may be complex there has to be a certain coherence something that people can understand without having mm-hmm. to study it and there's 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 always layers you can start peeling layers back and then there's more nuances there's more of a, the story there there's more stuff going on but if it's just over the top nose bleed work sometimes that that people just uh don't get in the door on that well john ennis spurs sitting right square front yep. and center yep. of that yep. show i mean i gotta be honest it's another john ennis spur simply the greatest metal smith that i've ever met in my entire life that's that 
you know, the absolute top of the mountain. But me looking at it, oh, yeah, that's John Spurs. It's not, oh, yeah, that's just John Spurs. It's the greatest pair of Spurs we've ever seen. But, yeah, this one, that's another one of John Spurs. Yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, I, he had those Spurs, I think, when he came and did a workshop years ago, I think. I think that was the same pair. Like, I held them in my hands and looked at them and, you know, I've looked at pics, all kinds of pictures of them, and I studied them. I don't know how long while I was there this week. And, man, there's still stuff on there that I, I was like, oh, I didn't see that. The last 27 yeah. times I looked at them, you know, just. Yeah. And, and minimal, minimal silver work. The yeah, most, minimal. The art is in the steel, which is amazing. Yeah. That's a true craftsman or artist right there. So, Schwartzy, does it, does it, I mean, that's, that's mine and Troy's world. Does that, um, does that work strike you the same way? Uh, I, I, because it's a different medium. Do you, what's it do, do to you? You mean John Spurs went my reaction uh, to that? And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, you know, he's a founding member. I've known John and Jamie, I've known him for a long time and stuff. And, and, uh, don't stay in touch with him very well these days, but they, yeah, it's, oh yeah, that's John. That's right. <laughs> it becomes a yeah. little routine for those of us who, that's what you expect. That's what you yeah. expect. So if it, if it's just exactly what you expect, then, you know, there's studies done on dopamine where, where, uh, what happens in your brain neurochemically is it, when you get a dopamine hit, it's it's an unexpected kind of thing. It's a it, it secretes that neurochemical that that's oh wow, mm-hmm. it's an unexpected thing. And and so with John, yeah, it does get a little bit routine because you just oh yeah, I, I've seen this before. But that that crosses all genres. I mean, you you expect a mm-hmm. Chuck Storm saddle out of Chuck Storms. It's just so. So yeah, that's that's what's poking sticks on the fire. That's what means it means to have all this accountability and keep pushing things forward. That's what we all thrive on, because you don't want to yeah. be routine. You don't want it to become boring. What? Uh, so like I struggle with creativity, like being being creative, and like how do you guys? fuel your creativity or or, because I don't have it it doesn't come easy or it doesn't come natural for me and I think I'm sure some people it does but uh, I mean I don't know that but what do you guys do to fuel your creativity like I'll like part of my deal is was going over and like seeing Carrie's notebooks like that there was elements of that that just tripped my trigger yeah. And no, I don't go find another bitter pair of spurs. I mean, yeah, John's, but I'll be honest, that doesn't fuel me as much as Carrie's deal did. Cause it's going to sound bad, Carrie. I'm not kicking you. I don't feel like I can do John's, but I looked at Carrie's and I'm like, yeah, I bet I can put that in there. Right? <laughs> but, but Carrie pulled that, that, that concho design off so well. And it's so and it's so simple that it's so complex. We never look at anything John has done and go that simple, right? right? Now, 
if you break it down, honestly, it is extremely simple what he does. Like it's, it's stacked. He stacks so many layers of simplicity though, that it creates huge complexities. But Schwartz's was so easy to read, right? It just, it's right there. It wasn't, there's not that it's, it's not overdone. And, and I'm bragging on you, Kerry, like that is just kaboom, man. I mean, it just was awesome. So, I want to do that right now. How do I figure out? And so I, I take, okay, I want to be Western performance horse world. Okay. Now I'm going to go find a bit shank that's directly related to them that they don't have to reimagine and being able to use. It's one of theirs. Yes. I'm going to add some nooks and crannies just to spice it up a little bit, but then I'm going to try to incorporate the ornamentation of that concha or something like that. And, 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 and then you go back to, I'm blabbering, but you go back to go figure. I thought you were going to talk more, Kerry. <laughs> we should have. I wish we could find somebody to take that bet with us, Troy, that I was going to yeah. shut up. If we can find somebody, because I'm betting on your team, you know, if I can bet on yeah. your team. Yeah. So, no, no, but uh, it, uh, you, you, take the, you take the experience that we had in Kansas and the sculpting of the steel and now incorporate steel and the silver. I just, I can't wait right. to give her a whirl, see what happens. Well, I think. I think there's a lot to be said for simplistic elegance. You know, I think a yes, lot of guys, yes. I'm, I've been guilty of it. We've all been guilty of it. It's like trying to put 10 pounds of shit in a two pound sack, you know, it gets messy. <laughs> so uh, just try and keep things simple. And it seems to always look a lot better. Like Carrie was saying, you know, things get a little complex and you just, you shut your brain off. It's too much to, just too much. Yeah, so. too much. Actually, right, well, where does your inspiration come from? Well, you you nailed it, um, Willie. You're you're looking at other stuff, and you're combining creativity. Really, is not coming up with whole fresh new stuff out of whole cloth, because really, there's oh, nothing no. new under the sun. You're just taking. Right. You're looking at at my leather work. And you're combining it with with what you know in the in the metal world, and that yep. to me is really the you're taking two disparate, two different elements from two different genres, and you're combining them perhaps in a unique way. So there's a lot of I've got mm-hmm. a file of of uh, illustrations that I've downloaded and printed off and on the internet and stuff where where they're just. Uh, different leaf structures and stuff like that and every once in a while i'll i'll page through those and start oh i can well i'm gonna have to simplify this to get it done in leather and uh and so you're you're just looking at different inspiration when every day is an opportunity for discovery because there's Mm -hmm. stuff tripping across your path every day and i and I, the way I, my analogy is you're, you're in this audience, say you're, you, you go to church and you're, you're going to sit in the back row and fall asleep, or you're going to sit in the front row and you're going to pick up your chin and listen and, and things are going to happen. And, uh, so that's, that to me is an analogy of life. Get yourself in the front row and wake up because there's stuff going on all the time. And once you get addicted to that kind of this mode of discovery, then you're starting, you're going to start putting pieces together. You're starting going to start, oh, look at that over there. I think I can kind of reconfigure that and make it work over here in my world. And um, I have to tell a story of TJ. 
my son, he's a knife maker, knife designer. When he was 18 years of age, he was sitting in a, I think it was a physics class in college, and and uh, he had been doing a little bit of design work for knives and stuff, and and it, idea came to him to take uh, the concept of a dovetail. Uh, of course, in the woodworking world, that's a that's a fairly complex, simple but hard hard to pull off deal in corners is a dovetail joint and incorporate that into the knife world and it took him a couple years Mm. to kind of put that together but he took that design to the blade show in atlanta and it won he was only 20 years of age and won uh, the most innovative design in the world with that knife (laughs) and all he did he didn't invent the dovetail that was not his invention he just took something from somewhere else and applied it to his world that's awesome. That's awesome, huh? Now he now he's rich and famous, and we're still looking at dovetails, not knowing what to do with them. But that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's you know another thing you can do is get information overload, and then you're still back at zero. So there's a bit of a balance in there too. You can get too many things. We open Sam Alfano's book you know troy and you're like oh yeah i'll do this leaf and this leaf and this leaf and shoot by the time you're done looking at all them leaves you don't know what you're gonna do so yeah i i you know like with my engraving i've tried to keep things extremely simple like i don't know if you notice but i don't do a lot of intertwined stuff and over and under and and stuff like that i just try to keep it simple but do it as good as I possibly can, you know. Clean, yeah. And, yeah, I think that looks better than. Well, it's just like you referred to Sam. You know, he says it's it's better to poorly cut a great design than greatly cut a poor design. Exactly. So, you know, so that kind of holds true with what we do for sure. But, well, I totally agree. And it's good not because I'm a pretty simple mind, so it's not hard for me to. <laughs> Keep things simple. <laughs> but, well, and like John, the, you 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 look at John Ennis's spurs, and and they really are a whole bunch. It's a complex design of very simple elements. Yeah, and that as individual elements in the design is engraving is not a bunch of like you say overs and unders. He just stacks a dang many things together. And tastefully done, right? I mean, the, the elements are stacked properly, but it's not just poured out of a bucket. They're on there for a specific reason, but um, they are very well done. Uh, just like the silver that's inlaid in those sea scrolls. I mean, he engraved it, but he just put a simple the engraving, mm-hmm. just a little simple border type deal, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and it, but he did it perfectly. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think people get caught up in the complex. You know, if I if I make this more complicated, that means it's going to be better. And usually, they shoot themselves in the foot. In my experience, mm-hmm. but I I used to engrave the inside of bit shanks, and I like to do all that. That was fun. Well, yeah, we'll we'll engrave the port and all this. And now I'm like, no, I I don't need all that. I'm not interested. Yeah, I, I know Ernie Ernie and I talked about that one time years ago, and he said if if I couldn't get your attention with what I did on the outside of the cheek, what the hell can I do to the inside to get, get 
<laughs> so true, you know. I didn't do a oh, good yeah. enough there. Doing the inside isn't going to do do anything for you. So, but yeah, I, well, I agree. That. <clears throat> well, Swartzy, well, when's, are... the, when's the movie coming out? They made about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we, I guess we better tell people a little bit of background on, on that. So we so we pulled the trigger on a on a speech. It was for Bank First, which is sponsored by a a bank there. They had like sixty. It's, it's a pretty big outfit. They got like sixty locations in Oklahoma and in Oklahoma, I guess only in in Oklahoma. But yeah. Uh, so anyway. So that went pretty well, better than I would have <clears throat> would have predicted. I didn't know how well all that stuff was going to go over, but um, so we're in the gallery afterwards, and Jeff Ewing <clears throat> from the museum there he comes up and he says, "Can you come with me? There's someone out here that wants to meet you." So, so I go out there in the hallway, and here's this old feller and and uh, a younger lady standing next to him, and a younger man standing next to her, and here, this is uh, Mr. Gene Rainbolt, who was the founder of Bank First, 95 <laughs> years old. And, and uh, wow, so that awesome. was really cool to, to meet him and stuff. And and uh, that Rainbolt uh, name is a pretty familiar one in Oklahoma City. Uh, so so anyway, he, he complimented me on the speech and whatnot. And then then this gal next to him, well, she's on the board of directors at the bank. And she says, uh, well, what we'd like to do is uh, uh, film that speech if we could. Uh, what are you doing in the next couple of days? So I had a little bit of space on Saturday early afternoon. And and her son, who also has uh, a bunch of other business interests and stuff, he, he had a film crew and they showed up there. And we were going to do it in the boardroom. And and then Seth from marketing at the museum got involved and he says, oh, no, uh, we're going to go over here in the Sam Noble Event Center and right across the hallway there in this big old airy. For those of you who haven't been there, there's these great big Wilson Hurley triptychs on paintings around the surrounded this thing and get 1200 people in there or something like that. So they put me up on stage and I didn't have much of an audience. <laughs> I only had my own family and. Ernie and Teresa were there, and so they recorded it a couple of times, and and uh, so they're they're gonna make that make some hay out of that. Um, they were even talking about making that uh, use that for some of our promo stuff for for next year for our twenty fifth annual show. So so I I just can't believe that uh, people found it so compelling. I I just kind of blown away actually. I can believe it. It was a phenomenal speech. It, it, uh, well, we talked about this earlier, but it didn't get recorded. So I'm going to be sure and say it again while we're being recorded, but <laughs> it was such a good speech. And as after it was over, we were all headed back to the gallery and I told Willie, I was like, man, Carrie just absolutely killed it with that speech. It was just <laughs> unbelievable. And, and Willie says, yeah, he said, uh, I just need to shut up on that podcast and let, let Carrie do all the talking. And I said, yeah, I'll take that bet. I, I promise you that's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, man. That's a story that will never get old. <laughs> yeah, we know I'm not going to shut up. 
but it was man it was a good speech it was uh you had the banker's attention that's for sure that and i'm sure that's hard to do but uh heck i was on the edge of my seat it was well spoken well written and well spoken well delivered well it is, is that the first time you've heard Kerry give a speech Roy? no i think uh i think when i got my fellowship he might have gave one maybe or maybe the year before i got it or something but that of course that's been years ago so not a surprise to you no 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 yeah. <laughs> well and, and i did it's not a surprise in a bad way i just it was it was very well done that's what i'm trying to say i'll just shut up from there on out <laughs> uh, it well, reminds me of in 2008 i did a little speech there uh, at our that was our 10 year anniversary show and and stuff and and greg greg darnell was there he was in the in the group at the time and of course he's emeritus now but uh he came up afterwards and he says i didn't know you had it in you schwartz (laughs) (laughs) i guess when you don't talk very much and you stand up and talk at people whoa where'd that guy come from (laughs) well that's uh Carry the torch here on out now. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, well, Scott's another one that does a good job of speeches, you know, and, and yeah. y'all y'all plan them out, think your words out really good, and and uh, I, they're just awesome. And, and your delivery, Schwartzy, which goes back to your Toastmaster days and and all that, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, they they you've you've it's not your first rodeo, right? Not well, the first rodeo. That's true. I, I think thanks to Toastmasters and Morgan MacArthur that kind of more or less drug me to the first one. That's been a long, long time ago. That's been 30 years ago, a little over 30 years ago, actually. And I had uh, those people from Bank First says, oh, you must do this all the time. I actually don't. I think the last speech I gave was the one two years ago at the museum. So, but... <laughs> when you realize that this ain't about you, it's about the message. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, yeah. it just takes right. you off the hook. Then you just speak from the heart and you just say the things that you think you need, needs to be said. And that's that. And, and the other thing is, is we're, it's not about us, but we're talking about our world. Right. And it, mm-hmm. it's not like we're, you related it to the bank deal. And a few simple definitions of what those, acronyms were and what they were representing and we tie it back to our world which you did a masterful job of and not all of us are going to be able to do that but in reality you more than likely kept it pretty simple did you not like hey i'm going to tie this to bank and i'm going to tie it back into the west and and what we represent and how we're telling that story and kaboom there you were that was well fun done. thank you thank you very well much done. yeah i guess our uh our spring meeting is in talking about Scott in Longview, Alberta, Canada. I guess we got to practice our Canadian accent, Dave. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> <A little> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> maybe, maybe speak a little French. He'd love for you to show up at his house speaking a little oh, French. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll have to yeah, get that, some tutoring from Pedro, I guess. That, that uh, chubby little finger. That rides in between his uh, index finger and ring finger will be protruding. 
Yeah, it's gonna be carpal tunnel in it, isn't he? <laughs> it's not gonna bend very good. It's gonna be sticking right straight out at you. Well, he got a lot of practice this last week. I guarantee you. <laughs> well, I tell you, it, it, it is a uh, bend to the OH where we're headed, and and uh, of course we got the red carpet at the Stampede a couple years in a row, but. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Got to get my passport signed up. It'll expire in December, so I I got to get me a new picture taken and yeah, all that stuff sent off. I think mine's expired. I need to get it renewed. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward. Hopefully, it won't Are be you, snow on the ground. <laughs> well, I mean, could as be, chilly as it was this. Yeah, I mean, as chilly as it was this morning, I'm kind of thinking. About, I mean, I'm I'm glad it's not 110 degrees anymore. I'm yeah. thoroughly glad. But but 59 this morning kind of had me a little chilly. I was like, golly, this oh, is cold. Man. Felt good to walk outside this morning. It did. I love I love this weather. <clears throat> what this was, is a, was it at your house, Schwartzy? 35 <sighs> degrees here this morning. Ooh, uh, yeah. Well, the colors, holy cow! The colors in Missoula, Montana, yesterday coming through there was unbelievable it was incredible we go from from brown in the summer when it won't rain to maybe a little rain now we're starting to get a little green the trees will still have some green on them through the drought most of the time but uh come fall it's going to go from green to dead brown on the ground it usually that's the way it works it's 110 and then we freeze and then it's like well there you guys, went the tree you guys don't have many live oaks down there like we have do you I do. I, yeah, there's yeah. live oaks all around me. Yeah. Well, good. Well, they, they lose they, their. Yeah, they lose their leaves in the March, spring. Yeah. That's when they lose theirs, and then they Not come right very back. Very long. Yeah. No. So. no. Huh. Good Ever, deal. Would you call that an evergreen? We get into well, pine tree talk. I uh, think they are. They. Well, I think they're a deciduous tree that. Well, I don't know. I'm not a botanist. I'm not. I'm just going to shut up. I don't know. I thought we were about to go on a rabbit trail there, Schwartzy, and we were going <laughs> to get out of our pay grade. I know enough for somebody to call me stupid, probably. <laughs> I got the tree part down, but the rest of it, I don't know what it comes after before that. Yeah. Yeah. So, huh. Well, we're right off on. to work this week. We, uh, I'm going to wrap up some projects. I got some new ones to do, which is exciting. You're grinding, Schwartzy. Oh, I got a pile of work. I'm going to get this rough out finished up, and and uh, I got a whole whole bunch of kind of cleanup work I got to do, and got four more trees on the way from New Zealand. So, oh, wow, no Zealand. pause in the action. Oh, you got to go to New New Zealand to get your trees now. I know you don't have oh, to. Oh no, does that? Well, I get them from Warren Wright. He he's a New Zealander. Been getting his trees for over thirty years now. So I'm hmm. done. I didn't know that. What kind of wood they use over there? They got <laughs> That's a good question. He uh, he is actually using all um uh, West Coast American Douglas fir. Huh. He's got it out of some sal- salvage from some big uh, uh, 
warehouse type buildings taken down and big dimensional old growth stuff. So yeah, he's, I don't think he's ever going to run out of that. I think he's got years and years supply of that. So they sent huh. wood to, from United States to New Zealand to make the tree to send back to United exactly. States. <laughs> Interesting. That's a lot of freight. <clears throat> that is a lot of freight. Um, but <laughs> what's good's good, right? That's right. That's right. For sure. For sure. So, well, are you guys excited about the 25th? anniversary in one year it will be my 25th year in business on my own my 20 it'll be the 25th anniversary of the 28th show of the tca and it will be my 20th year of being a member not it'll be my 19th show but it'll be my 20th year in in the group so that's no pressure willie you better build something nice to celebrate the birthdays here we go That'll be a big party. Should be a good time. I'm anxious to see what the museum comes up with. Don and Mike and all of them. Yeah. Yeah, I was excited to hear. I mean, we don't don't have anything to say yet, but let's just (laughs) say the wheels are turning. So I think it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be exciting. Glad to be a part of it. So that'll be a good first show, I hope. Shorty, should should we tell him the first year is always easiest? That's oh yeah, yeah. You're a new kid on the block. Yeah, Yeah, you'll get you'll get all the attention. Everybody be looking at T. Roy pulling his cheeks. (laughs) Oh great! (laughs) I'll hide behind Carrie. I'll I'll let him do my speaking for me. He's so good at it. Uh, The true that stay off the old Fitzgerald. (laughs) That's all I can say. <laughs> I cannot believe that I forgot to bring up old Fitzgerald. I cannot believe it. But Carrie, why don't you elaborate a little bit about old Fitzgerald and and whether or not you like the taste of it? Well, all all I can say if Peter Carl is listening to this, shame on you. You you intentionally poisoned me. That was poison. That's the ten year old. <laughs> <laughs> Ten-year-old, old Fitzgerald. I'd never heard of it before. And no, uh, you, man, you won't forget was, it. I bet will you? I will not ever forget that as long as I live. We I was pretty it. sure that the last time I looked down that hallway in the hotel, it was straight. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I don't know how that hotel was able to do that optical illusion. It was a little it snaky going back to it. the motel. Yeah. Yeah. I know I was I was looking through my credit card statement this morning and my bar tab at the Ellison was pretty substantial. I'm glad I sold it. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, mine was mine was substantial as well. Yeah, but it was money well spent. It was good times and a lot of lots to celebrate. So it was good. I uh, the I'm bad part. Oh, the bad part on that uh, uh, old Fitzgerald is I'm going to have to have some more of that, and I <laughs> doubt 
I doubt if it's cheap. I doubt if well, it's I, cheap. I asked Jason Gobbs. It I was danger. What's, what's that bottle worth? And and he says, ah, yeah, a couple hundred bucks. And then Domingo came hmm. over later on. He says, oh no 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 no, north of three hundred for one bottle of Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Well, holy cow. We have had some wine before that was north of that, right? We have had bottles of wine purchased for our enjoyment by other people's um, gratitude. And I, I appreciate and for sure. But man, it's crazy what that good stuff tastes like. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it tastes really good. Right on. Oh, well. Right on. Well, let's get our butts to work, what do you say? I'm so ready for that. Yep. I'm ready. Time I'm to get after drawing. It. Yeah. Right on. But thank you guys uh, for making me feel so welcome and all the advice and encouragement and inspiration. It's it's uh, greatly appreciated. All the members, everybody. So uh, I'll say it here first. But thank you all very much. I'm honored to. Be a part of the cool kids. Well, nobody's happier than me and Ernie to have a new brother in the group. I can promise you that. So, thanks for well, thanks for thanks for getting your button gear. And ten years later, <laughs> finally get here. <laughs> I've never know. I've I've never been. Uh, no one's ever accused me of being very fast. So here we are. <laughs> well, it fast ain't the key. Just right. getting here's part of it. So thanks, man. Appreciate you. Well, thank you guys again. All right. Take care, you guys. Talk soon. Thanks, Warden.